0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of This is the Future. My name is Dayo Moyo. I trust you had a super splendid and productive week. On this week's episode of the podcast, I'll continue my discussion with Adbiyadun Mustafa, Purpose Coach and Convener of Purpose angles. In last week's episode, we started the discussion about purpose. And in this week's episode, we'll be delving deeper Now, how to discover purpose for your child or your students. If for some reasons you've not listened to last week's episode, I implore you to do so because that was where the discussion started. Welcome once again, and let's kick the ball rolling. Hello, Mr. Purpose. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Abiyadu Mustafa, it's great to have you again on This is the Future. Um, in last week's episode, um, time was not our friend, so we stopped at how a parent can discover the purpose of his or her child at a very early stage. Now, I'm going to continue from where we left off. So this parent began to see some interest in his child. And then, after two weeks, he saw another thing. So the first week he saw that this guy is a he can draw, and then the other day, this guy's voice is like he's good. And then the other day I'm seeing that this guy is like he's jovial. Could he become a comedian or he has a sense of humor? He's good with communicating, com- communicating. And then another day I discovered that the guy helps me in the kitchen. So it's like, wow, do you know how to cook again? So, is it possible for someone to be multi talented? And how does that relate to discovering and finding your purpose? Okay, thank you very much. It's nice to be here once more. Um, to, the, to the question remember, I defined purpose for giving the last time that um, purpose for living is the reason why God created a person with a potential for the benefit of people. With a potential and every potential that a child has is a contribution or it's an enabler that god gives that child to be able to accomplish the purpose of his or for his or so life. talent is not the purpose talent is not the purpose all right reason because um, we have talented singers who are singing, but they are not actually benefiting the life of the young people. Even though they are wealthy, they get money, dollars, and millions. They are actually not purposeful because they are, the use of that talent is not for the benefit of people. All right, so talent can lead to your purpose, but talent is not purpose. No, talent is not purpose. Wow. Until, until the talent becomes a contribution that makes life beneficial to people then you are and it brings fulfillment back to you then you are not in purpose until that those two things happen. Now so the question is can a parent discover the purpose for his child or a parent can lead a child towards his or her purpose? Okay for parents discovering the purpose of a child even all through scripture the number of people that their parents knew their purposes before they were born were very very And the higher percentage, over 90% of people on Earth, we do not have our parents discover our purposes for us. We sought God to be able to find our purposes, and God helped us to be able to discover it. After we had engagement with Him, and through a number of activities we've seen ourselves, we're currently doing, that brought us satisfaction. A number, for, for example, I'll give some few examples in, in, in Scripture whereby parents knew the purpose of their child. One was Samson. Before he was born, an angel came and said, okay, this child is going to be dependent on people and all of that. We also had the situation of John. When John was born and God told Satriah what, what was going to be, prepared the way and all of that. And also Jesus. But if you look at all of that, they are just minute and miss all the other people who are actually fulfill the purpose of scripture. And also in our current world today. They are very, very minute and very, very young. Parents could. Because the only reason when parents could is when they begin to see the essence of purpose itself. And even before the child is born, before the child is conceived in the birth, they begin to seek behalf of that child. And God reveals it to them. But many parents do not ask. Many parents are fascinated with, ah, I will soon give birth to a child. Now we are giving birth, and they, they, they gather a number of people on the day of the ceremony for a child that they don't know why they would. So, until parents and individuals begin to come to that sense, they would not see a reason to seek the purpose of their children. And the fact that the parents even know the purpose of their children, the children also need to find it themselves. Because if a parent tells this what God told them about you, you are not convinced you will not still go to the light. And that's the reason why we came up with Purpose Networking, which I'm the visioner, came up with that concept that let's begin to help young people between the ages of 60 and 30 before they get married, let them begin to have that ideology so that the they mistake their parents, they would not also make it and then they can help their children to be able to live in a purposeful life and then before we know it, we would have a purposeful generation perfect, alright, now let's rewind a bit again to discover purpose, you look at your interests or talents as the case may be any other way one could discover purpose. Another another area of discovering purpose is looking at the passion. Okay. What what are the things you're passionate about? It's it's three-way thing. It first comes with passion, it comes with pain, and then potential. Those are three three indicators that direct you to purpose. So there are instances whereby you had areas you just look at every time you go out in your immediate environment. You always have this feeling, i will like correct this? You go out at times like I was really I was really impressed when we had um, the session with the the student at um, the Club 20Z, and a number of them were telling me things that they were seeing in their immediate environment that they wish they could correct. That's where it starts from. Should be able to ask your child what do you see in this family that you think that you will be willing to change? It could be that okay, you go to the father every time the the man tells you I don't have um that is time for school fees, they always pay my school fees late. It means you are passionate about that how would I be able to ensure that people have a likely a a sustainable financial life so that things will re- then the child begins to go in that life to study finances, to study wealth in order to be able to help others not to have the same problem. Why? Because he's passionate about that and he has he has felt some measure of pain in that area and then he now became his passion. For example, myself, it, I, I, I felt pain that I was born without being told the reason I was born and that now became my own passion to be able to help others find themselves so that they don't raise up children who are angry with their parents for giving birth to them for no reason so it's more pain, passion and potential so when you find an area of your pain, you you feel a lot of pain about it you feel how can this thing be corrected, you are are so pained about it there are a number of people who became, um, um, how do I call it, Um, rape therapists because they had situations of rape and they were willing to help others correct it. And the more they corrected that, the more fulfilling it became for them. The number of people who became prostitutes and they saw the dark light of prostitution. And then they took up the assignment, and they, they took up from that pain to helping those who were going into the wayward light in order not to fall into their own perspective i use the situation of, of jesus when the bible says that um and um, we have not an high priest who is not touched by the feeling of our infirmity, which means he had to feel the kind of humanity infirmity that humanity felt in order to be able to help them out of infirmity so sometimes your own area of pain now makes you the healer in a say, or now makes you the therapist, the solution to others who are also in that area of pain. So it's a pain, passion, and potential indicator. All right. So in the last episode, you mentioned something that there's a role of parents, yeah. there's yeah. also the role of teachers. Yes. Now, what's the role of teachers in making students fulfill purpose or find purpose first before fulfilling purpose? Yeah, the area of teachers basically. Am, my first recommendation is teachers need to move from I'm the teacher, they are the students, and begin to move forward. I am, the, I, am, I am the mentor, they are the protege. I am their role model, they should look up to me. That will now begin to come to the concept of attitude. The attitude of the teachers itself. The attitude the teachers portray towards education and how it's being presented to the children will make them see a reason beyond just the teaching to a level of learning, and then to a point of fulfillment how the teachers begin to portray education portray teaching to them make make the mindset of this student to change to i want to find fulfillment with what i'm learning so teachers have a role to play in that sense and then teachers need to move to beyond just i just want to ensure that i exhaust my lesson notes and move closer to the students Move closer to them, interact with them, ask them key questions. What are the what, what are you passionate about? What are you willing to become? What are the things you can do? And then teachers begin to make recommendations to the parents on what to do to the students. So that it's not just a parent thing. A parent could see just a glimpse. But the teacher has the ability to see further by interacting with that children, with that child. Because little by little, the recommendation you give to the parents, they want to begin to work on it because it's coming from you, the teacher. So when the teachers begin to begin to promote the essentiality of a child's purpose to the parents, the parents want to take action on it. But if it's only the parent who is doing the work, the teacher is saying nothing. Before you know it, the parents could begin to lose the probably the motivation to be able to help those children. In that life so parents have their own role teachers also have their own what of if we have a situation in which the teachers themselves their purpose for living is not <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 became that, that becomes a, a, a serious problem that becomes a serious problem it means we we now need to move to teachers purpose Wow. We now need to move to teaching purpose. I, I, tell, I tell undergraduate students that I speak to that in some of our purpose and our sessions, I tell them that when you see somebody who is actually assigned to be a lecturer, you don't see him, from. He's happy, responsible of the situation on the campus. Uh, but somebody we not, who is not sent to lecture is delighted when the squeeze on strike. Wait, he's happy. When the students are failing. That's because he's not in the place of assignment. Then it now comes to the policy in which teachers are being recruited into the schooling system. Don't measure, don't measure your recruitment policy to the qualification or the grade of the teacher. You need to also measure the motivation. When our principals or school owners begin to measure the motivation of the teacher, there will be greater results in the life of the students than just the fact that he has that qualification, than just the fact that he can talk, that he can talk does not make him a purpose teacher or a teacher on purpose. Wow. A purpose teacher, a teacher on purpose. Synonyms, like, two, <laughs> the same thing in two different ways, meaning different things. Yes. But tracing the same points. And and moving to a point where our teachers themselves become purpose mental to the children which means there should be a policy system where teachers are made to understand the concept of purpose so that it could be incorporated into the policy in which they use to engage their students here and there. And if if the school system does not incorporate that, you know, you'll be be surprised to see that there are head head of departments who have never fixed a meeting with the teachers. Where they try to get a feedback system on what happens. When that does not happen, how do you even make the teachers see a reason to think about purposes? Now, the question is even for the school principals and school owners, is it a culture thing in which you go to a school and the culture is like the students just come and all we just want to do is to make sure they pass examinations, pass SSC, get 300 in, um, in jam? And UTME. And then the teachers, even though they are purpose driven teachers, are just overwhelmed by this target, expectation of the society, expectation of the parents. If the parents do not see these results, they withdraw their children. If the parent, Because of this, the school owners make sure their teachers are driven. I'm giving these things hypothetical because there are many schools in which the school owners know how they do it. Yeah. But in the right scenario, is this not a pressure on even a teacher that wants to follow purpose and the rest of that and the rest of that? How does that kind of teacher navigates all these intricacies? Now, I, I I would I would encourage and suggest to school owners to go beyond just the target of the student person, but they should look at the legacy they leave in the mind of the students by the time they are leaving the school. I There are many students who leave the school. The only thing they remembered was the teacher who touched their life beyond just academics. Yeah. And some of them, the names of those teachers stick to their head. Even though they had 90% in some other courses, they don't even remember the names of the teacher they had 90%. Why? Because they only communicated academic excellence, but they were not fulfilled at the end of the day. There were teachers who sat some people down and they told them key values and that child never forgot that value, no matter how old he became because it went beyond just the target of let them pass, to let them be fulfilled life. There were teachers who told people, I think you're good in music, can you develop yourself in that? That was how many people became stars. I know a very popular minister, who I don't want to call his name, who, the person who gave him the confidence to be able to speak in public, to be able to stand in public, confidently to do things, was a teacher in the school. Because the teacher gave him the platform. And he, he was never able to forget that teacher. He got to a point where he said he was, he was, he must build a house for that particular teacher. I think build a house or buy a car for that teacher. That transcends beyond just the academic excellence are the target. So teachers should begin to know that there is a reward system that is is that comes back to them in being able to let the children and their students and the pupil live a fulfilled life beyond just the academic teaching. It's kind of interesting because recently I stumbled on a school in the United States of America. It's called by it's called Ron Clark Academy. It's run by a guy and. A woman. Um, the, one of the name of the founders is Ron Clark, and in that school, they kind of have many blacks who um, traditionally would not actually do well in in the school system, but they discovered that these guys began to do real well in the school system because of the culture of the school. They gives you. They give. They give you. A platform to be independent they listen to you the teachers care about you and just those little little things translated to those kids doing well in mathematics yeah. english and physics the traditional subjects the question i want to bring out from there is that are we not missing something here that even the school owners do not have a purpose for starting the school in the first place. <laughs> it's like we are, <laughs> we are going backwards again. Like the school owners do not have a purpose for starting the school in the first place. So there are some schools that probably the purpose for me starting the school is to create leaders. The purpose for you starting the school might be to create um, people that are champion in sports. The purpose is so. Are we talking about even that the school owners themselves do not have a purpose for starting the school? That's also bringing us to the fact that there's actually no greater success. There's no greater success in life until activities are founded on purpose. There's no greater success that is achieved until activities are founded on purpose. And that's the reason why, at the end of the day, the pursuit of many schools is how do I make more money so that I can face a salary? And not looking at the concept of legacy that is left behind. And it becomes really frustrating at the end of the day for the teachers. Because when the founders and the owners of the school do not realize a sense of purpose, it becomes a pressure on others. And that's the same thing many societies is facing with, not only schools. I tell people at times, that before you follow a leader, understand the purpose of that leader. Because a leader that does not understand purpose is going to mislead you. And it becomes very misfortunate for teachers who are being controlled and ruled by owners who don't understand their personal purposes. There are people who founded schools that without understanding their own purpose for living. Because in their real purpose for living, school was not supposed to be the picture. And when school was not supposed to be in the picture of your personal purpose, you'll frustrate everybody that works under you. When you see a school that runs very well, is because the founder understood a clear purpose for finding that school. The founder was clear on the reason why. It was not a function of everybody is now building a school. Let me also start a school business and then let me put people to it. Because at the end of the day, when the reward is not as expected, you place everybody under pressure. So one question at times that teachers should understand is that, i am I on the purpose why this founder started this school? Because if you go into it without knowing, at the end of the day, you will be pressured to leave at the end of the day. So founders, there should be a founder's personal purpose, understanding if a schooling system connects to your purpose. There are many founders of school that schooling should never have been in the picture of their purposes. Wow. What do I do if I were to be, a, if I was to be a student who has discovered this purpose? But my parents are saying, "Nana, which kind of purpose? Purpose? Oh, but if you, what do I do? I want to please my parents because they are the ones paying the bills, and I want to live a life of purpose. I don't want to be frustrated if I find myself in that." Junction, What do you advise that I do? Okay, like I told um, someone during the session we had that because you are not paying your fees, I told the person you should understand that at that particular stage, your parents fund your schooling. They are the ones telling you, okay, choose this career and pursue it. What you can also only do if you cannot convince them to agree with you, is to ensure that you study because the they have to study, because they are paying your scopes. But in the period of studying, that don't stop developing. Because after studying, opportunities will open. And when you venture into opportunity, every preparation you have been making would, would announce you. So it's important for you to know that at that stage, if you can't convince your parents and they must sponsor your schooling, go for that course, do it very well, be excellent with it. I've heard those stories of people who their parents told them, okay, I want you to be a doctor, and then I think the young man or the young lady decided to go through all the stress of medical school, and immediately finish, He handed over the certificate of medical um, doctor to them, and then he switched to his own life because at that instance he pleased his parents because they had to be and then he gave them what they had to do and they i remember the situation of a tele idiots too that's yeah. a, that a wonderful movie the guy wanted to go into photography but the man wanted to be an engineer at the end of the day he could not cope he could not even do any. he could not do well the father just had to tear up and cry and all of that but at the day he was fulfilled and then he went on with his field that's the same way situations are Today in Nigeria. What about the converse? So, this guy discovered purpose and decided to quit school because he feels, "Ah, I need to pursue this thing. The passion is burning within me, it's burning, and decided to quit school. Do you advise that? Now, what, what I would basically advise is I would not advise that you quit school because of purpose. The reason is because there are always places in your assignment where it is your education that would open the door even if the bible says the gift of a man will make room for him there are also levels where you want to get into that those things are also required so So when you knock like come come (laughs) and say you get the degree no go to the left (laughs) oh that kind of thing yeah i get that so education is important even in pursuing yes in pursuing purpose so they 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 should actually look at how to ensure that they get that education and then they can still pursue their purpose without having to say, I want to do education and just pursue purpose purpose me Because whether you like it or not, there will be a point where you'll be called an wow. And when you had the opportunity to study and you left it because you felt you needed to pursue your purpose, then it will be a regret to you. What should bring you fulfillment will now be bringing you regrets. So it is better to have that education when the opportunity is there and then utilize it to fulfill I tell people at times also, that you expect what you study, there would always be a connect. I did computer science, but I do a lot of purpose speaking. How does it connect? Now, many of the things I learned in computing now became a function of things I had to use even in my purpose speaking, even in my purpose writing, even in a number of functions. So there would always be that part that is always critical that would be used to also fill your purpose eventually. Sometimes it could be that what you learned as a career will now become your full-fledged business, wherein you get resources to be able to finance your purpose eventually. So generally, there's no education at this place. There is no education that is wasted. Now it brings me to my next question. I found my purpose. My purpose is singing. It comes very easy. Does that mean if I just start singing, I will become? It's just going to be smooth, right? <laughs> not like the potholes, whatsoever of the Nigerian road. I'm just going to go <laughs> pst, to my destination. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm not Nigerian, please purpose is not an easy journey if you are not set to be criticized don't even start if you'll be broken by criticism don't even go into it because there will be a lot of things and that's that's where the concept of purpose whirling comes in because there would always be a time when you want to put down you put so much of effort you went out there and you spoke and people were not moved people were not amazed. is it that i'm not doing anything really and you know this is your assignment or you went out to sing the first time and you sang that wonderful song that you looked at people were no more people didn't even come to tell you thank you the question is will you still move ahead it means you are at the point where you already stopped the purpose so you need to sit down to do some purpose for so it does not generally mean and one thing i tell people is criticism is a sign that that purpose is actually yours because if your purpose is not criticized it means it's small it's too little and it's too little to be called your assignment. Every purpose you go into will face some major criticism, but what will shock you at times is that those, some of your greatest criticisms will come from people you never expected, from parents, from siblings, from friends, from close parties, from people you respected. But you must understand that if this is your assignment, it means you are doing something crucial. It is only when you start doing something important that you begin to get criticized. When you are doing nothing at all, nobody cares. So, how do I refuel? Do I just go to an um, NPC or Ando and kind of. Oh, I need a nozzle in my fight. Like, how do one refuel to get purpose on track again? Okay, the, 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 the fuel to every purpose is passion. When passion dies in your purpose, purpose is dead no matter how gigantic your purpose statement is no matter how sweet is it when you stop becoming passionate about it that purpose is dead so how do you refer? you refer in the place of prayer why? because someone gave you that assignment, someone sent you on that assignment go back to him and pray I used to use the instance of, of, of Jesus Christ. It got to a point where Jesus felt, ah, this assignment is too much for me. I will discouple Passover. What did he do? He went back to prayer. After praying for another moment, he, he just called his disciples. So, yeah, three of you, have to stand up. It's set time. What happened between the time he was almost giving up and the time he came back to say, Now it's set time. He prayed. And the more you pray, passion came back again. Secondly, what do you do? You get your purpose statement to yourself. Read it over to yourself. Read that vision. That vision that drives you in the past. Keep reading it to yourself. I believe in distance. I said, I'm going to touch this number of people. I said, I'm going to build people to build. Because you're already losing the passion for it. So you need those statements to be able to make you do what? Make you driven again to move ahead. Thirdly, you build up yourself. Value don't limit your value to okay i'm speaking this way maybe the way you are speaking is not good enough you go back to the place of value you go back to the place of development you go back to look at people who are in that space watch what they do look at the way they do it okay see maybe these are the things you need to have then launch again so there is always a place of consistent development that i started for most that i'm doing it that same way does not mean if you do it that same way tomorrow you get the same result so there's always a place of consistent development in the place of your purpose. Now, fourthly, make sure you never compare yourself with others. Comparism is the greatest enemy of purpose. Comparism is the greatest enemy of purpose. Somebody said, um, I used to use the instance of um, some gospel musicians. I said, um, let's say for instance, um, you were sent that you are going to be a gospel musician. And then you announced oh, but there are many people. Frank Edward is singing, Kuba Habi is singing, Nathaniel Bassi is singing, Travis Green is singing. Which one is my own again? The truth is this every one of them are not to the same assignment. If I listen to Ever, I listen to Frank Edward, I listen to Nathaniel Bassi they are totally different people who are sent on daily different assignments. And God created every human being to be perpetually real, which means that no other person out of the overseas on earth is exactly like god created you to be unique. the same way the assignment you give to you is unique. i'll cut you short on that i think we can go on and on i think we need to organize a purpose hangout specifically for people that are listening to to this podcast because we can just go on and on and on and time would never be our friend finally i'm going to ask you one question one more question what is the purpose of networking in achieving purpose? Wonderful. Uh, you, you, just, you just caught my mind on uh, one of the topics we are proposing for Purpose and that it, it, it That's the essence of networking in purpose. Um, one thing you should always... Um, I want people to always understand the purpose is you are not the only one to learn that purpose. God will give you the, the vision for that particular assignment, but there, are the, there is the purpose of the others also that should connect to it. There is always something called a corporate purpose. A corporate purpose is more like a purpose that is giving, 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 a, a purpose that somebody calls, but inside that purpose, there is the purpose of every other person. And if those other people who should be the corporate purpose decide to stand on their own, they will not be fulfilled. Because they are not meant to operate alone. There's that part of purpose that has to do with co creation, where you are a co creator of that purpose. So you should understand if the purpose God is giving you he is giving you that you should be the head to start starting, or it is tied to someone else. And the way you begin to network in purpose is to understand that when you start out in purpose and you are not clear on what platform to need, you, you, be, you need to then look out for who are the people in that space that are doing things like this and then you volunteer them you begin to help them out you begin to feel what they do you begin to release your potentials and the things that they do little by little you are networking with them who knows if the platform that they have created is what you'll begin to use to operate now i know if i allow you you you're going to talk it's it's obvious that your purpose is speaking about purpose because if i allowed you keep talking and talking about time i've overshot my time if in fact to be honest but i would like to say a very big thank you for finding time to come to speak to us on this the future. Thank you Abu Yadam Mustafa. Thank you very much, Dayomoyo. Thank you, audience. It's it's nice. Wow, that was something. Thank you for finding time to listen to me on this week's episode. I implore you to share this episode with parents, teachers, school owners, and every other person that are interested in education. If you would like to read some of Abiyodu Mustafa's book on purpose, I've dropped the link in the description of this episode. You can catch me on social media Facebook is Dio Moyo, Twitter is Dayo underscore Moyo. Until I come your way on next week's episode, be positive.